Welcome to the Diving Into Infinity podcast. This is Drake, and I'm with my co-host, Phil. Hey, how you doing? And today we'll be reviewing Persona 5. I was introduced to the game by Phil, believe it or not. And what was your, like, first exposure to that? Well, it's awesome. It's just absolutely, hands down, an amazing game. I got into it because my buddy Jesus told me about it, and he was like, oh, you know, I'm a huge fan of this stuff, and Phil, from what you've told me, I mean, you like Pokemon, you like Final Fantasy, and a bunch of other RPG games and stuff like that. This is a combination of old Final Fantasy with Pokemon, turn-based RPG, and everything about it is right up your alley. And I was like, yeah, because we talk about music a lot. From the music to the story to the, the whole nine yards, this game just blew me away. And I mean, playing the story... I, I dabbled. I, I grinded a little, let me tell you. But it, and it yeah. took me 165 hours to beat the story. There was a ton of stuff to do in this game. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk about this, the, the time you have to do stuff. Because that, that's such an interesting aspect to this game. I never had a game do to me what this game had me do. I was like, oh, wait a second. I can't do that now? All right. Yeah, it's a lot of work, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, I believe it. But yeah, you showed it to me. Well, you kind of told me about it while you were playing it, and I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll play that at some point. And then it was on sale on Black Friday last year, so I was like, I'll give it a try. Phil praised the thing forever. So, you know, you start the file, and that music plays, and the second that I heard that, I was like, geez, this is it. This is for me. I really like that kind of stuff, like the, the RPGs, like you said, and I do like, I like a lot of the things that are like life simulators, like Sims, stuff like that. And I know it's not exactly the same thing, but it's like similar in the way that it works a little bit. So um, that was my first impressions really with it. So how did you feel when you first put it in, Phil? So my, as I say, my buddy and I, we talk a lot about music. Uh-huh. And I think one of the greatest parts about this was my buddy did not understate how much, how jazzy this thing was. Right. I, I got up and I felt like I wanted to start dancing like the characters in the opening cutscenes. Like, oh, yeah. all right, I can get down to that. And then, so yeah, the music itself was fantastic. First impressions, the color scheme, the, the character design. The, there were moments like, uh, yeah, because the opening, the opening cutscene for the game or not the cutscene, but like mm-hmm. you play the first part of the game and then it cuts to that like anime opening and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Now I'm watching an anime. This has everything, man. Yeah. I feel like they put a lot of love into it. Oh yeah, they had to have. And I mean oh man. I'm gonna have to check later. I I don't care now. If anyone who decides to listen to this says, I actually know when <laughs> Persona four came out you know, please please do. Tell tell us how long. I think it was like years yeah. not not like kingdom hearts 3 years but y- years mm-hmm. it's a ps2 game like persona 4 was a ps2 game and i think persona 5 was supposed to come out on ps3 which when they did eventually release it it was on ps3 as well but it like basically it's a ps4 game you know because it we waited for so long yeah yeah right. it was made for the ps4 so, yeah i I feel like it's one of those games that, like, you just have to play, man. It is so good. Um, I think one of the real cool things is, like, the way it starts is you're already, like, in the middle of a heist. And you're like, okay, 
what is going on and what are we doing you know oh yeah they just drop you into the whole thing and you're like whoa wait why why do i look like a tuxedo mask from sailor moon here i i'm confused <laughs> who are these characters talking to me silhouetted what's up with that that round one who, yeah. who the hell's the round one i, I don't know yeah We're find out aren't we yeah it's really cool and then it gives you like that you know you go back to before it all started but so generally in video games i don't care for when the main character is silent like in breath in breath of the wild or like other uh legend of zelda games link is just like the quietest there is and it doesn't make sense in most cases because it's just like i feel like you should be able to say something here right um but i feel like for joker or like the protagonist if you want to call it that um in persona 5 it works really well like it it kind of helps you know like what kind of person your protagonist quote unquote is do you feel that way oh yeah no most definitely uh when you were talking about like breath of the wild and how uh-huh. link is in like every zelda game right i, I had i had this kerfuffle the, this conundrum in my own head where i was like well what's the one with uh with the moon falling on you because oh, like, it's um, majora's mask right yeah that's right yeah or is it ocarina of time it's Majora's Mask, as far okay. as I know. I haven't played those games, um, oh. just as a disclaimer. <laughs> I played them years ago, and I have people who are like, Zelda's the greatest franchise ever! Yeah. I'm not I'm not bashing fans of Zelda. It was just never my yeah. cup of tea. But whatever. With a silent protagonist, especially in a game as fleshed out as like this, mm-hmm. I expected some kind of dialogue. Right. But this just made it more immersive. I think so, too. Especially when like everyone else, everyone else will talk to you. And you're given this point where you're like, Joker, how do you feel about this? And then you say it, and then they'll be like, Right. Hmm. They had like that thinking emoji face, and like, yeah, that's a good one. And it made you feel more in the game. Right. I agree. So one of the things that I really liked about the game is the personas and all the different mythologies that they come from. And it's basically like Pokemon for adults, (laughs) you know? Um, with like more mature themes, it seems like, than um, your usual Pokemon game. But yeah, I love those personas. There are some that are so cool. I gotta tell you, one of my favorites was um, Pasaka. Oh, the uh, the one who looked like a weird worm mummy. Yeah, I don't know what I like about him. He just looks crazy. But the creature designs on those are amazing. Oh, most definitely. And I really love fusing personas and, like, making new personas in that. I really love that. That was so fun. I enjoy when you fuse the personas. You know, it's, uh, w- what is it? You can you could just guillotine them. You can have them hanged. You could do the triple guillotine one where it's like, oh, you want a really special one? Right. Check this sucker out. And then, oh, it's crazy. Um, with, with the personas, and I was thinking about this while we're going to do that because we're we're doing the episode now, baby. It's we're, it's, yeah. it's now or never. I was thinking, because as you progress through the game, you get stronger persona, right? It's how right. That's how any game works. It's not like you're going to find a goblin at the final boss. It's like, oh, yeah. Right. That'd, be a, that'd be a surprise. That'd throw me for a loop. Yeah, it wouldn't be very fun, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, at <laughs> all. But with the personas in the game, it starts you off. And I had to think, because I don't know if you know this, I'm a huge fan of mythology. I have three mythology books right behind me as we speak, and I could pull them out and be like, that's from this one, sucker. Yeah. 
and it, it does differentiate you get some more further down the line but like it starts out with like old celtic stuff more more english ish like the jack-o-lantern and stuff mm-hmm. like oh here's that or you get kelpie so you 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 slowly progress and then i mean uh which which palace was it was it uh yeah as you go along they'll focus on different mythologies um like each palace or so yeah. like each area that you go into you're going to find different um personas than um the beginning of the game obviously and like other uh, sections oh yeah yeah yeah. like that's what i'm saying is like after you get to the it's that one bald guy i can't remember his name because i hated him so much uh he he was the quote unquote final boss i okay i blanked Um, him out of my mind because i was like i hate this guy i hate him i i died so many times and then I did, I did the thing with the Grim Reaper, you know, if he gets the flu, he dies, yeah. you get 30 levels. I was like, all right, bet. And so I did that like five times, and I was like, oh, I'm level like 99 now, killed everyone. And I was like, why didn't I think of that? Or whatever. But that guy, you can find like Thor and stuff in there. And, you know, it's not like I have Vikings in my flesh till the end of days. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and I feel like they didn't stick to like like someone else's interpretation of those mythological creatures or people they just like ran with whatever they wanted which is cool if i wanted to see like thor from the marvel movies i'd watch a marvel movie you know oh yeah these guys had their own their own spin on everything because i mean they're like uh we'll use kelpie because it's one of the first things you find Mm -hmm. yeah so with kelpie it's a seahorse but in all the tellings of this seahorse it's um kelpie is usually white or imagine if a horse was a stretch limousine mm-hmm. um they took it to be you know a, a disembodied horse thing made of kelp and i was like that's cool yeah that's something i didn't expect yeah it's really cool and i like that you can look at any of the personas and they'll have like information about the mythology they come from or like their story um and they went all out. Like, how many are there? There's, like, probably 500. I don't know the exact number, but there's a lot. Oh, like, all the personas? Yeah. I don't know the exact number either. And I just yeeted my phone across the room, so I can't even look that up for us. <laughs> well, let's assume it's 500. It's Whether or not it is, that's a lot, you know, in general, that they have. Yeah, there, there is a lot. Uh, like, when I beat the game, there's, like, still blanks in the page. Yeah. And I was like... I mean, to, if you max out all the confidants, there's how many confidants? Let's talk about that, the confidants. So, okay. So in the game, you kind of, at night, basically, you are a, uh, you infiltrate palaces and, like, change people's hearts. Yeah. Um, which is a really interesting idea. I love that. Um, but during the day, you have these confidants. So, like, people around you, like your... your um, classmates the guy that's taking care of you in the game um that you're like living at his house yeah the polit the politician who stands on the soapbox yeah that too that's a good one almost any interactable character is a confidant in this game which is really cool because it makes it feel alive i like that oh yeah the confidants you're basically able to get certain abilities in the world where you're when you're infiltrating palaces you get special abilities because of those people that you've interacted with and it really like i think that that's cool that it's it gives you incentive to speak to the the non-player characters yeah yeah no no no. yeah yeah yeah. 
being able to talk to all the characters made it so so enjoyable because i could always have a conversation with someone and make it seem like oh you know i gotta talk to this guy now or i gotta talk to to my i loved yusuke he was awesome and then uh ishikawa guemon that's oh my gosh we're gonna end up going back to like the mythology behind all these guys okay whatever i i nerded out yeah. i have no idea how much just during the game i would i would pause the game i'd look on my phone and i'd be like i wonder who this rc yeah. lupon is and i'm like oh it's 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 the gentleman thief that's fantastic and then there's a whole yeah whole, that's uh, really cool the lupon the third anime it's old you should watch it but he's the grandson mm-hmm. of you know yeah. arsene lupon in persona and then ishikawa goemon's in it and there's so many people and all these yeah. people were air quotes here historically accurate people or like fictional like robin hood was in it yeah oh my gosh but uh yeah yeah it's so cool and um i feel like each of your party members those confidants that their personas really fit like who they were because for example ryuji has the uh the pirate uh captain captain william kid yeah captain captain kid and I'm like, that is like so Ryuji, you know? <laughs> it's so Ryuji. When you max, because when you max out the confidant, if they're on your party, their confident, their their persona transforms. Yeah. But if they're not even on your team and they're just some kind of like lowly, co- like if uh, Tak Takami was the uh, was the mm-hmm. spooky goth nurse. Yeah. 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 When you max out her confidant, you get like Alice, I think. Alice of Wonderland. Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. How awesome was that? Yeah, they did really well at using different literary characters. With uh, with um, you meet her in the church and you play, uh, shogi. I think is the game. You play shogi with her. If you max her out, you get uh, you get Lucifer. There's so many. Right. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, and that makes you. It like gives you incentive to talk to everyone, instead of like most games. I wouldn't even bother to talk to non-player characters because I'm just like. Yeah, I don't care what they have to say, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. in that one, it's like, what can I get from this? Like, how can this help me in the metaverse where you can infiltrate palaces? Oop, I just hit the thing. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. I, I love that. One of the most interesting parts about having the confidants in that game is that they have their own, like, dedicated storylines. Right. It adds something to the story, the overarching story. Um, and you feel like more connected with those characters that you're with the whole game. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, well, one of my favorites, and it's really cheesy to think about. I, I have two really good examples that I'll use. Um, I really like Ryuji because I mean Ryuji, he's just the powerhouse of the whole thing. I mean, when you when you get a when you like max out uh captain kid's level he has like the hand of god attack yeah and it's like oh yeah let me just do massive physical damage like he's just an overall great character yeah but then finding the arc where you know kamashita was kind of a dick and broke his legs mm-hmm. and you're like whoa 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 like what and then he took it on himself and the it was the track team i'm pretty sure yeah it is they got dis yeah yeah they got disbanded because he stood up for them and then they all treated him like crap because Oh, you shouldn't have stood up for uh-huh. us. We realize that we're lowly scum. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa. Ryuji's awesome. Right. That's what's cool about him. You're like... Because when you start, he's like... He's like, oh, I'm just this pump, 
punk kid, yeah. you know? No one cares about me. And then they want me to dye my hair back. Yeah. And as it goes on, he kind of like finds himself, like finds who he is and who he wants to be because like of you, the main character's like influence in his life. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, I think that's another thing here is the, uh, finding yourself idea. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like, uh, I loved Futaba. She was adorable yeah. and she's, you know, she's a great character to say the least. She, she's the, sus- she's the support character the whole time. And you, yeah. You walk into a floor in a palace, and she's like, "Oh, let me use the uh, Necronomicon of all things to like map the floor mm-hmm. or tell you where all the items are." I got you, fam. Mm-hmm. But her whole backstory is, I'm this you know socially inept teenager who has no idea how yeah. to talk to people and lives on a computer, and who hasn't felt that way, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's so relatable for her because there are actually people out there who are afraid to go outside and afraid to talk to people, and I thought. I know a couple of these people, and I would tell them about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like that character. I can relate. I I really liked um, Makoto too. Oh man, because she kind of like she at the beginning of the game, she's like investigating you guys to see if you guys are the the Phantom Thieves. Yeah, yeah. And then as it goes on, she's like, you know what? I want to be my own person yeah she rebels yeah. against her because she wants to be like her sister who's you know the police yeah detective person whatever and she's like nah i'm better than that i'm gonna do what's right and like you said like one of the biggest aspects of it of the story is like finding yourself oh i was just gonna say that yeah it's like it's all about like who you want to be instead of like either following in someone else's footsteps or like um being scared all the time like futaba so i think that that's yeah i haven't really thought of that too much before but that's really important part of the game i think yeah i think there's maybe there's a handful of confidants that aren't like that Uh and uh the the politician guy he's Uh more of a he he's he's because he's the older guy he's the mentor he's gonna tell you everything right uh with with the elders because the confidants all the younger confidants all your peers have uh this tenacity to want to grow to want to be themselves where all the older characters have experienced life yeah so with sojiro he's like i like coffee i like cigarettes i like curry i like to be left alone yeah and then uh, like Sainijima, she's the detective here trying to interrogate you for like, why'd these guys die of heart attacks and aneurysms and what, wh- wh- why'd they shut down? Yeah. All the adults are status quo characters. Like they're trying to keep the status quo. Yeah, they want to keep things in order where all the kids want to break out and make themselves who they are. Yeah. Be it some kind of social butterfly in Futaba's case, or a righteous hero like Ryuji wants to be, or a fant. Or an understood artist like Yusuke. Like, yeah. All, and all the adventures you go on them with, it yeah. makes you feel for them. Yeah. Like, you get more of an understanding and you're like, wow, I thought this yeah. guy was kind of a dick in the beginning, but he's awesome. Like, I, it, it tethers you emotionally. Yeah, because you, like, find out the underlying things of why they are the way they are or in what way they've changed since you've been there. Yeah, the growth. Yeah, it's really cool. And I think that aspect alone helps the world feel alive. 
because of the character's growth. Because everyone in that game grows. Not just you, the protagonist, but everyone in your party. Sojiro, everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, by the end of uh, Sojiro's story, I was I was almost in tears. Yeah, I was great. like, wow, this guy, that guy's a man's man. Yeah, and you never knew about um, him taking care of Futaba until yeah. he finally opens up about it. And it's like, yeah, she was the woman I love's daughter. Yeah. And I took her in as my own. And even like after his whole like end of the Hierophant, he even offers like, if you'd like, you know, I'd take you in too. And I yeah. got a little misty eyed. I was like, you are the greatest man's man on this game. Good job, yeah. Sojiro. Because, yeah, when you're first introduced to Sojiro, he's just like this hardened guy that you're like. I don't know if I can ever like this guy, you know? But at the end, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss Sojiro so much. That's another part, I think, of the of the um, confidants that's interesting is at the end of the game, and we don't want to talk about in-game spoilers yet, but like at the end of the game, you're like, wow, I'm going to actually miss these people. True. And I mean, what end of the game are you talking about? Because I will have you know, yeah, that's there true. are multiple endings to the game. There's a, yeah, I played yeah. the game ending. There's a true ending where everything you've wanted happens. And you're like, yeah. And then there's the, I'm a dick ending. And that one's pretty cool. Because you just end with like you adjusting your glasses and the anime sheen. Like, ha, 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 yeah. I am the bad guy after all. Which sucks. Because, yeah. you know, the final boss is pretty cool. That's a whole thing. Yeah. What was, uh, what I, w- I want to ask what what was your team when you like i want to know the team you finished the game with and what drove you okay. to use them because we, we talked earlier about how many how many persona you could use but uh-huh. like which ones left a mark which ones did you think were amazing and which ones represented um what, what they were meant to represent yeah that's a good question i like that so um you mean for the personas and the confidants Um, right yeah yeah yeah. let's use the confidants too because i mean i used all of them at some point Uh but what was your main team so my main team with the confidants in your party is um i always kept makoto with us because she's she's tanky oh man big defense like she yeah she's like her moves are really beefy and i really like that um i let's see I kept Ryuji because, in general, I just, I love Ryuji, like, how he is. Um, and I kept Mor- uh, Morgana, oh, really? actually, okay. um, for healing, in general. Um, so, yeah, th- those f- those three, I guess there's four of us, right? Including, Including you. the yeah. main character. Yeah, so it, it was Makoto, um, Morgana, and Ryuji. Or sometimes I would switch out morgana for on because she's also a pretty good healer yeah yeah healing moves um and then as far as personas go i really liked pasaka for like most of the game most definitely um and jack frost i used a lot i feel like his moves were really great my buddy beat the game with jack frost yeah jack frost is really yeah he was like i mean if pikachu is to Pokemon, Jack Frost yeah. is to Persona, and the uh, Mag- Shin Megami Tensei, he's their mascot. Yeah, the mascot, yeah. I, I really liked him. At the end of the game, I used Alice a lot. Okay. Her 
her moves were pretty good. And Metatron, I really liked. Oh, I loved Metatron. Yeah, Metatron was a cool one. Um, and like all his like almighty moves were really cool. Oh. Um, as far as I remember from the end, that is who I used the most is Metatron and Alice. And then I would switch out for a healer sometimes. Okay. But I mean, honestly, anyone can be a healer because you can like mess with the moves like that. Yeah. Um, this is great radio, dude. I can, I'm like, I'm so stumped. It's okay. Um, no, do, well, do you want to think about it, and I'll just talk about mine. Yeah, okay. you can go ahead. So for me, um, teammate wise, uh, I was on and off. Makoto, hands down, she was always yeah. on my team because she was she, tanky. She's just the best. Yeah, she had nuclear power. I was like, oh man, I'm I'm sold on that. Um, yeah. So I had Makoto. Um, I would usually switch between having N or Yuji. Um, okay. And then I loved Yusuke, man. He was a samurai. Samurai painter thing. Mm-hmm. I I was sold. I would always hear like that. You'd never watch Naruto, did you? I didn't, no. Oh, well, it would just be this like banging noise. Dong, dong. Yo! And I'd always hear yeah. that whenever he'd be like, Goimon. I was like, yeah. Dong, dong. Yo! And come out doing yeah. that like dance. I love that. He was one of my favorite persona in the game. Too bad I couldn't use him. Yeah, seriously. But uh, for the team, I just kept going, and I feel, I mean, you could use whatever persona you wanted. Like, I mean, you, yeah. You, there's no restriction. Yeah. Like, like I said, my buddy beat the game with Jack Frost on his team, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I just leveled him up to ninety, like ninety-nine or whatever the max level was." Mm-hmm. I love this thing, and then I you know sacrifice some personas to give him a better move here or there like i would just build him to be the best because i love this goofy snowman i was like all right i did too he he's like so fun yeah he's adorable i i asked because i asked my buddy i was like did you use him as a sacrifice to get uh black frost or king frost and he's Uh like nope just jack frost and i was like all right yeah he's a good one well for me i love vikings i love all the norse gods um what i thought was kind of cool i don't know if you knew this but uh oh man it was um it was in uh isn't that one guy's shido no shido his name was shido because he was a sheed head yeah that was a good joke um he uh one of the persona that you can find in his palace and then later on in mementos was a Cernoborg uh-huh. and I was like whoa that's Cernoborg oh, yeah. black god in like old Slavic pagan polytheism that guy's awesome uh, mm-hmm. I thought he was cool but I ended up with a whole team of Judeo-Christian angels <laughs> yeah at the end of the game they're like the strongest ones yeah. and then like the mini that's the mini true. bosses you fight on the way to the final boss getting up to there it was like oh here's this guy here's this guy so my favorite angel I love Metatron but apparently yeah, that, in ye old in ye olden lore Metatron had a twin brother and it was Sandalphon and then when okay. Evangelion comes out and we talk about Evangelion and then I explain all the angels in Evangelion. No, I need to watch dude, it, dude. It comes out the day. It comes out uh, the 21st of June. I have a bookmark. I'm going to have a party and just have people sit down and watch it with me and be like, yes, let's do this. But uh, Nice. Um, I had Metatron, Sandophon, Gabriel, Uriel, Michael. The weak one I never used. I can't remember. There's, there's four. Raphael. That one. Raphael, yeah. Yeah. 
and then, you know, a handful of other ones. I think Thor was in there for, you know, good pagan luck. But I uh, used all these guys, and I had set them up for what they were meant to be. Like, you know how their right. names mean something? Like, like uh, Uriel is like uh, the fires of God, or is that Raphael? One, one, whatever they were yeah. is okay. what I set them up to be. So some of them would have the fire, the Augie ones. Some would have the... Um, Sandalfon was my mix and match. It was like, oh, I can heal you, but I've also learned Hand of God, and I will punch you with giant robo-god fist. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sold. So they were all absolutely amazing to use in the final boss against. Yeah. Do, do you do you want to know? How, do you know how to pronounce that? Actually, I want to hear you say it. Let's um let's leave that for the end. Ha! We got the listeners fooled. Yeah. We thought we were gonna trick you. Not you screw. Yeah, you. How do you like that? Yeah, we were you, gonna you listening spoil listener the types. End. Okay, Drake. Yeah. I want, you, I want you to tell me how you felt about the, the battle system. So, one of the coolest things I think about Persona 5 is the um, the way that everything feels kinetic. Not not just, like, the battles themselves, but, like, the menus that you go into. I feel like when you go into a battle, it feels epic. With the combination of the music and the way that the characters are presented... You just feel like you're about to do like something epic. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, most definitely. But you know, you you walk down a hall, and you're trying to hide from a whatever the quote unquote guard is in that one. Right. And then you turn and you they see you and they'll like chase after you and it feels like oh man I got to get away mm-hmm. I'm being chased for my life, or when you sneak up on them and just rip their face mask yeah. off. That always gave me chills. I thought that was the coolest aspect. Of I the like system. when you can do an all-out attack, and I feel like part oh, of man. the character's like personality comes out in each person's all-out attack kind of thing. I, I tried to get an all-out attack with every character to hear what they yeah. would say. Uh, what, what was it that Ryuji said? He'd go in and like bat them away. Freaking boring in the yeah. background. Yeah, <laughs> that's all she wrote. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, yeah. this is so yeah. cool. In general, the battle system is great. It's basically like Pokemon's battle system, but much better. They, It's it's greatly improved from what Game Freak has done with the Pokemon games. Let's not even use Pokemon as the example. Okay. Pokemon, the only Pokemon aspect of this was the collecting and transforming of your persona to get them stronger, like you do in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. This turn-based combat the menu all that was eerily similar to the older final fantasy games which i i grew up playing i loved them all you know one through one through six and then seven comes out and it's like oh this is cool i mean i think i guess up until 12 11 maybe 11 was like an mmo but the, the the old the classic final fantasy one through 10 that was the that was the type of combat you'd have is you'd run into an enemy Mm -hmm. I mean, this wasn't a random encounter. You could avoid them if you yeah. wanted to. But you'd have the encounter with the enemy, right. and then you'd have the screen. But this, the, the, the menu for this was more interactive than any Final Fantasy game. Because you would just stand there in a line, and your character would kind of jiggle, and you're like, all right. But this one's like, hey, step back a little, move forward a little, you know, pull a gun out, start shooting people for all I can. It, it's, it felt lifelike yeah. while still being in the, it's still in the same style. Of Final Fantasy. Yeah, where it's like, hey, you can stand here and look at your gun all day and the enemy won't attack you until you attack. Yeah. 
Well, from from my experience, I haven't really played many of the the Final Fantasy games, um, but it basically to me it seemed like the Pokemon games where you'd have like special moves and all that. But then they added the things of like you can shoot the enemy, or you can use your melee weapon, or you can have them surrender and you can do a all-out attack, or like ask them for money. And I, I really loved that. Or kidnap them. Or kidnap them, yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, join my team. And they're like, and they had that like cartoonish, oh, okay, kind of right. voice. And they're like, all right, nice. Yeah, and I really liked that on your character, you can see the, how do I say this it's without sounding dumb? <laughs> um, the menu that's on your character for, for, yeah completing those attacks is really cool like the the four slivers i guess is what you'd call it um where it shows like special move or like melee or whatever it may be i like how that changed oh yeah like if you pulled out your gun and then it'd say okay would you like to shoot or put it away i just love how it's kinetic like everything is connected in a way with the battles and that you can customize, like, who you can either, like, directly affect your party members and have them attack what you want them to do. Or you can say, okay, you're going to be a support or you're going to be um, just melee attacks or, like, conserve MP or whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. So I really like that. Yeah, to give them to give them a mind of their own, yeah. basically, where it's like, hey, you know, you know what you're doing. You know, like, and it's yeah. like, oh, you know that Carmen is a fire user. So if you go up against something that's going to get killed by fire yeah. please do it she's not like i'm gonna attack the one i'm yeah. weak against duh and i like that they have type advantages which adds like another layer to the battles itself i really like that battle system and i never got tired of that battle song i um, love it dude this is a good sw- segue isn't it to talk about yeah. the music because that battle music it really drew you into the battle yeah you dig it 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 I was like, oh, this is this is dancey. Like, I, I never felt yeah. unentertained in a battle. I yeah. always wanted to be in a battle because it just kept making it fun. Yeah, and the way that that, like, music starts, you're like, all right, let's get into this. Let's beat some shadows up. And the music in that in general, not just that, is amazing. Oh, yeah. I still listen to that music, like, when I'm doing stuff. And... The music, I want to specifically say the music when you are walking around the town, like in Shibuya. Yeah. Um, or in other places like in Shinjuku and whatever. That theme, somehow it makes you feel like... Like you're there? Yeah, like you're there. Like it, there's realism to it. And I, I think they use that music so well in every case in the game. For, for the, the overworld music, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. I actually uh, will put that in my headphones if I go for a walk. Yeah. Like if yeah. It's so relaxing. It's it's nighttime right now. Yeah. So I could go outside right now and I could just put it on and walk down the street and not have a care in the world because I find it so entertaining. Yeah. So like it's it's soothing. Yeah. But then you get into like combat or you get into a stressful situation or you feel the uh, the the ambiance of yeah. being in the velvet room with igor yeah that's really cool too I, I like the music in there and i gotta say when you so after you've infiltrated a palace and then you've sent the calling card and then you go in to fight the actual boss that music pumps me up so much every time uh 
Yeah, the 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 music where it's like dun dun. Oh no, I, I'm thinking of the awakening theme. The that dun, that too. That's dun, dun. yeah. That's the like boss music when you're like making your way up to it. It's it like pumps you up. It's got like the the nice beat, you know. Yeah, no, most I I get you there. It it does have a really nice beat. Uh, yeah. the whole the whole thing just comes off and it's smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth. There's maybe one or two games that we'll discuss further down the line, uh-huh. or music down the line, because we're going to talk about everything. Well, and this is a combination of music and games. Yeah. I feel like it's the perfect combination of the two. Like, for me, personally, I really... I, I feel like they use that, like, acid jazz to the best of their ability, and it helps you get immersed in the world of, like, okay, I'm this phantom thief and i steal hearts you know i i'm going out and stealing these people's hearts and i I feel like that would be the kind of music that someone like that would listen to right acid jazz i'd say acid jazz i was gonna be like it's not free jazz because free jazz just sounds like um yeah, yeah. Right, no, it's, uh, I'd say, it's, I'd describe no, I, it as I'm well aware of what jazz. acid jazz is, and that is the perfect combination, or the per- perfect explanation for this. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention, too, that, like, how much I was into it when I started playing it. Like, I, that's all I did. Oh, no, that, it was the same you way know? for me, you know, I'd, I'd come home from work, and I'd be like, hi, honey, hey, son, um, go away, I'm gonna play this until I have to go to bed. Yeah, because it, it's like that immersive you know You're yeah like, i want to go in there and help my friends take care of this oh yeah i gotta i gotta go kick be. kamashita's ass for being such a horrible person like there's yeah. so much i had to do and i felt yeah. so invested in it and then i beat the game and i'm sitting there and th- there were moments so we're, we're, i guess we're gonna get you know into some story story stuff yeah yeah i mean let's get let's get into yeah, okay. some spoiler territory spoiler warning ha. you have been warned that's that's all we're gonna say yeah. <laughs> um let's see there's uh when you're in the parliament building and then you know it explodes yeah. and you think ryuji is dead i sat there and i was like no way you yeah. cannot kill ryuji for me dude i texted you when that happened I, I know and i was like i was i was waiting to hear your response i was like dude they did not just kill ryuji they did not just kill him that's my boy right mr Mr. Sakamoto is not dead, okay? He can't yeah. be. And then he, he, like, wakes up in a bush and is like, guys, what just happened? And then all the girls are like, you yeah. made us cry. And then, that, I was, uh, like, so or, floored by that. I was like, I can't believe Yuji's dead. But I was... Because you watch the explosion in such a beautiful yeah. anime cutscene. Which, scene. by the way, those are and all amazing. I need to, I need to watch the one. anime. They, they made an anime, and the anime is on yeah. par with the cutscenes. I might as well be playing anime. I might as well be watching Persona 5 cutscenes, the series. Yeah, exactly. It's so fantastic. But just watching that explosion engulf him, or yeah. finding out that uh, Madarame was stealing all of Yusuke's work and just stole all this kid's stuff and gave it to himself. Yeah. You you feel so bad for Yusuke because when you first meet Yusuke, you know he like he loves art. He cares so much about it. Yeah. But once you get into that, Madarame is such a piece of garbage. One of my favorite quotes in that is when um you know you're talking to Yusuke and he's like talking yeah. and when, when Yusuke's talking to Anne and is like you're so beautiful. I'd really like to paint you naked. And she comes <laughs> in in all those clothes. Is like she she brings like a million yeah. layers of clothes. She comes out and is like, hi, can you paint me? I 
can't paint you naked if you have all the clothes on. And he's genuinely confused. I don't think he understands that she doesn't want to be naked. And he's like, but this is art. And that's that's something that um, yeah. when you go through him uh, well, as the confidant, when you raise his confidant level yeah. and you talk to him and you see it, he's talking about stuff. He's so open and so so enthralled by art that he's saying some yeah. pretty weird stuff to people and then he like looks and is like look at that it's a beautiful couple young man young woman may, may, may i paint you in the throes of love that i can see that you're yeah. in and they're like we're brother and sister and he's like uh <laughs> oh i'm so, like he's so passionate about it all these characters are yeah. passionate about about what they are passionate about and the game really shows let's see what, what, what other what other spoilers can we spoil the part of Persona 5 that really solidified it to me as a work of art was when you foil Akechi's plan. Dude, for sure, for sure. And when you find out that there's a part where you see the protagonist slash Joker shoot himself and you're like, or no, he doesn't shoot himself, sorry. He Akechi gets shot. shoots him and you're like, whoa, what the heck just happened? You're like, that's the end of the game? That sucks. What the heck? And then you find out that they orchestrated the whole thing, that Sainijima knew about the whole thing beforehand, and she had to, like, pretend with you, you know? And it was only, it was only, like, five minutes before that happened. The coolest part is when they find out, everyone finds out that Joker is dead. Everyone's like, oh, the, the leader of the Phantom Thieves is dead. And then Ryuji turns around, he's like, the bastard did it. And you're like, holy crap. They weren't just playing. Like, they freaking orchestrated the whole thing and made a fake, basically a fake Joker to pretend, yeah. like, he got shot. And I was like, this is the best game I've ever it, played. It had thrown <laughs> me through so many loops yeah. through that part. And then, like you said, what you mentioned about Eager. So, I have a friend at work that has played the Persona games. And she was telling me how in all the other games, um, Igor has never talked. Yeah, and yeah, he's never said anything. That, and yeah, this, and this was the first Persona game that I had played on recommendations with my friend. Same so here, I yeah. didn't know what Igor sounded like. So when you first meet Igor and he has this deep, booming yeah. voice, I was like, I like this guy. I like this yeah. elf thing. I don't know what he is, but I like him. It, it was funny because she hasn't finished the oh, game yet. Oh, man. Um, and yeah and so she was telling me and it's like ironic too because she was like yeah they've never had igor talk but i always assumed his voice wouldn't be like that and because they've never had him talk that gives them the advantage to like kind of mess with that because you find out that it's not actually igor it's like the god of death no, it's, isn't it it's the god of deceit and his name oh uh, deceit yeah okay so he is um it, it's Gnosticism is the religion that he is from, and he is. Uh, right. I'm gonna say this to the best of my abilities. Yaldabaoth, and he's okay. Yeah, I, I could never remember. Oh, that. I, I saw that, <laughs> and I was like, dude, what the hell's a Yaldabaoth? And I looked it up, and it's the demiurge of Gnosticism, and uh, the demiurge is actually a fantastic song by uh, Mashuga. It's beautiful. Just saying, huh. I love him. The best band. Um, but I was like, what is this guy? The idea behind Yaldabaoth is, all right, in the Watchmen, who watches the Watchmen? Uh-huh. Yaldabaoth is the the god version of that. Okay. So he's like, yeah, he's the he's it's it's Watchmen for gods, 
I guess, because he's, he's right. uh, I guess the story goes that these other gods made this guy, and then one of the gods was like, okay, hmm, this guy's kind of, kind of funky, and and hid him uh-huh. away, and then he woke up one day and is like, wow, dude, I'm 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 the only god here, so let me create everything, and then mm-hmm. he creates everything, but he was flawed, and so he created humans who are flawed, and it's just this huge philosophical if you youtube it you can watch three hours of that stuff because that's how long each- yeah i, I yeah. believe it but yeah it's crazy to see like that you weren't actually talking to igor the whole time and then the real igor comes and you're like okay that voice does yeah kind of fit this, that this, body now. this posh little man <laughs> oh goodness i i don't know what could have yeah. my dear my by jove what happened to me and by the way, th- those are already two of the three endings that we've talked about, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is just crazy. Like, on top of all the things in the game, from like the life simulator kind of parts to you, like. You your, choose. You're battling you everything. Choose you choose the you ending. Get to choose. And you can't yeah. even. The one thing, the one question that differentiates, like, oh, are you a good guy? Are you a bad guy? Do you get the true ending? Yeah. Was like. Do your friends have that confidence in you that you're not going to rat yeah. them out? Yeah, and do you have the confidence in your friends to like do the same? Have figured it yeah. out. And so yeah. they're like, "Oh, I wouldn't rat on my friends." And if you rat on your friends, you get the bad ending and you're like, "Yeah, let them all die, I don't care." But if you don't rat them out and you're yeah. like, "Look, this is me doing this. You you got me. I'll give you this." And then at the end, after you beat Yaldabaoth yeah. and everything you know falls back into place and everything's happy and you, you you're free it's been a year your year probation's off all the bad stuff that anyone yeah. had ever done to you is out the window and you go on a road trip with your friends and it's just i want to say oh. some other things too when we um when you go into mementos at the very end of the game and you're like going into the very bottom of mementos, oh it gets hellish quick i love that you find out that the people are in their own cages. I feel like that's like super interesting idea because if you think about it, people do kind of put themselves in their own cages and they think this is how I have to be. I can't change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the whole game is about changing yourself and being better. So the 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 god that I mean, quote unquote god that they worshipped. Um, L- like god god a with a little is, g it's a little g yeah with a little g um was i guess like their preconceived notions you know of like who you're supposed to be how you're supposed to act instead of like being yourself and i f- i feel like that was like so cool to see i loved that and i was like it was great that that um whole thing was awesome yeah i mean i i mean you covered it there that that's perfect i can't imagine let, okay hold on let me, let me let me throw something in there for the part okay. of them being in cages i you said that perfectly uh-huh. because they were stuck in their mindset of like this is what it has to be and they knew they were wrong yeah right but they just like stayed there because like that's what you do because you think about it it's like that sheep mentality kind of thing you know yeah stay woke Where people you're yeah where it's like oh i have to follow the crowd or i'm gonna be seen as an outcast and no one wants to be seen as an outcast yeah but um they got in too deep that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that these people who had done something like we'll start with kamashita 
he was diddling little girls, you know. And yeah, he he wasn't a good guy. He was not a good guy whatsoever. I'm glad he got a, his just desserts, but he yeah. he was a bad guy, and he had done what he had done with his power. He abused his power. Yeah, and it slowly like grows from there. And now now it's like all he has to him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like he's no one else but those things. Yeah, but the monster who ta- who abuses these kids and wants the right. best because that's what he got because he yeah. he won an olympic medal or all that that's what drove him to keep doing it and then with yeah. uh with uh Madarame, he's like i got famous stealing artwork from kids i can't not not steal artwork from kids yeah. to not get famous again yeah instead of like changing who they are and thinking maybe i shouldn't be that kind of person and change and, and be better they're like i have to keep up this appearance and that is like what their cage is and if you think about it that in a sense that's how it is with people in general oh yeah you know or um shido i, I can't remember his first name i still hate that bald guy he looks like uh looks like howie yeah. mandel i hate him um not howie mandel i hate shido who looks like howie mandel yeah no i i, I get you i know but maybe the people don't <laughs> yeah no, no, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all right i i just hated him he was so yeah he, he was the idea of a corrupt politician who did what he did just to keep going and going and go like he was like a like a birdie madoff it was a person in power who abused his power yeah to to a point of like absolutely no return yeah i think that it's like really poignant how how true like that story is mind you like obviously none of those things that happen in that game are like even close to reality yeah regardless though it's like they perfectly say that's how good people turn bad basically is that they follow their preconceived notions instead of saying hey this is what i should do instead of being that uh bad person that steals art from his students or whatever it may be yeah and more so than the end battle that part really got me when they're like in their cages and they they say we want to be in the cages like that part was to me was the most poignant part of of the ending slash game you know how people say i can change right them in the cages saying we like being in the cages was them openly admitting to we don't want to change exactly yeah yeah perfect it's beautiful parables to life yeah it's yeah i i agree it's it's like a, a a parable yeah and obviously as just so you listeners know this game is somewhere around like 200 hours of content so we can't cover every single thing um but and replayability oh my gosh you could do new game plus over and over and over replayability yeah but um we obviously can't cover everything otherwise we'll be here like till 2 a.m because honestly i could take talk about persona 5 (laughs) forever but you know, we can't talk forever on this. Yeah, our vocal um, cords would give out. Yeah, exactly. But in the end, um, I guess, should we do like a rating? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd give it a rating. I'd say, uh, hey, this okay, is good. Okay, so let's, let's, um, let's say like out of 10. What, what would you say? Oh, dude, I'm giving it a hard 9. Really? I'm giving it a hard 9. I don't want to give it a perfect 10 uh-huh. because I just don't want to give it a perfect 10. Yeah. 
I, I get you. Well, like, what, I if, think... what if something else came out? What if, like, Persona 6 comes out, and it's even better than Persona right. 5? I gotta, I gotta... For me, at this time, I would have to say it's a 10. Oh, alright. that feels bad saying that, because I, like, now what am I supposed to say? Like, this is the highest thing, but it's about as good as a game as it can get. It, it blurs the line between, like, entertainment and art. It is perfect to me yeah no I, i'll i'll give that to you i just don't want to i just don't want to give it a 10 because i'm saying like oh let's say let's say i'll give it a 9.5 i'm gonna back off a little bit all right let's say 9.5 all right uh, I'll, <laughs> 10 scares me i'll, I'll so bump it up 9. i'll bump 5. it up to a 9.25 okay right. so yeah that is that um do you want to do do you have any uh, closing remarks anything you want to say anything you plan on doing so yeah we're gonna be doing some more reviews obviously um in the next couple of weeks we're probably going to be doing a review of god of war on the playstation 4 and we do want to do final fantasy final fantasy 7 um so because you're gonna play it on the a, switch now i'll be yeah. like oh baby i'm ready yeah so as a little background i have never played it as far as final fantasy games i haven't really played any per se which is going to make me sound like a heretic but um, I kind of want to look at objectively, um, is that game as good as everyone says 20 years later? Yes. Um, from, from the perspective of someone that doesn't have nostalgia tied to it per se. Are you calling me out? Um, no, okay. I'm not, okay. <laughs> but I do want to see someone that's like me, that's never played it before, what it would be like for them. Um, and also, obviously, we want to talk about the story in general between me and Phil and say um, things we liked, all that BS. Um, and then also there's Endgame coming up in... Avengers Endgame's coming up in... Less than uh, a month. Less than a month at this point. So we're probably going to be talking about Infinity War before that happens. And then um, when Endgame comes out, we'll we'll be talking about that. I can't believe it's so close. I know. I'm I'm I blinked and it's there. I blinked and I was like, oh, hey, my son's born. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at this. Yeah. Oh, gosh, what's going on? I'm getting old. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I feel like the years are going by so quick. Yeah, yeah I, I don't it know happens. if it's if it's me getting older or what. Ha, but. We're mid-20s and we think we're old. Just imagine talking yeah. to our dads. <laughs> I remember yeah. back in my day, bread was a nickel. Yeah, thanks, Pops. Yeah, and you can get... Um, gas for a dime but yeah that's what we're um in the near future gonna do um that's the gist of it my dude yeah for the most part Um, we do want to review some anime stuff um we haven't decided on what we're gonna uh review anime wise yet um we definitely want to review evangelion when it comes out yeah because he's Um, never seen it and i love this i love this series with a passion i have a bump i have i have a parking permit for nerve i'm allowed to park in nerve headquarters a pilot of name if i had to that's pretty cool dude i'm sold also uh what's today today sat next next saturday i'm gonna be in phoenix Uh i'm gonna go see this town needs guns play animals live the greatest album i've ever heard ever I didn't even know you were going. That's oh yeah, cool. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Elizabeth and my buddy Steven, which is ironic. Steven nice. plays in a black metal band in Tucson. Nice. I'll plug him at some. Yeah, this point. town needs guns. It's one of our favorite bands. Oh yeah, hands. In case anyone doesn't know, and if you haven't listened to Animals before, that is an awesome album. Oh, look what I have right next to me. I have the tab booklet for it, and 
Oh, oh yeah. goodness, 23-4 time. How do you even do that? What What is this jargon? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy stuff. So, yeah, give us a listen, and we'll be having stuff coming up here soon. Thank you for diving in with us on this review of Persona 5, and we will see you guys later. Yeah, catch you next time. Bye! Bye.